nothing tastes as good as a cup of Bahamian tea. Ah. The views and opinion expressed in this podcast are those of the hosts and guests and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of any entity or organizations. You are listening to the podcast, Tea and Talk, presented to inform, educate, inspire, and encourage meaningful conversations on Bahamian arts and culture. My name is Robert Bain, dancer, teacher, choreographer, and someone who believes in the preservation of all things Bahamian. I am sitting down with persons of like mind to discuss the Bahamian perspective on the arts and the Bahamian way. Now, let's welcome our guest. Hi, this is Robert Bain and welcome to Tea and Talk. Tea and Talk is emanating from Nassau, Bahamas, one of the islands of the Commonwealth of the Bahamas. We have a population of almost 400,000 people. Yeah. We're, we're a beautiful island, 700 islands, you know. We both of them, 700 beautiful islands. The islands are just as beautiful as the persons that live on them. Yeah. But you know, this podcast um, is being heard in a couple of different countries around the world. And uh, uh, thank you for listening to Tea and Talk. But we like to talk about anything that's Bahamian, anything that is important to the development of this country, anything um, that help us to, to be a better country. At the end of this podcast, I just hope that, um, you know, um, the listeners will be much smarter. Well, you know, on Tea and Talk, I like to um, offer my guests a cup of tea, and I'm going to my go-to to, uh, this morning. We're doing uh, Sweet Margaret. Uh, I'm not a doctor, so I'm giving you this information, but you don't have to take my word, but go check your doctor. And it, 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 it appears as a, as a small shrub, you know, in small areas. It, it has white flowers and dark red berries. It's native to the Bahamas, Mexico, and South Florida. Sweet Margaret is particularly effective as a smooth tea when dealing with various ailments. Now, it, <clears throat> there, are, there are a couple of things that it actually does. But like I say, I'm not a doctor. It a, it's a, it's supports nervous function, improves memory and focus. Uh, provide back strength, and that always makes me laugh. Treats cold, treats diarrhea and stomach aches. Um, um, it's an anti-cancer uh, agent, and this is the funny part. <clears throat> it, it's a male aphrodisiac, so that's the part that always cracks me up, right? Um, I'm laughing inside the thing. <laughs> okay. But today, um, <clears throat> I have a special guest. Like I would say, all guests that come on, on Tea and Talk, uh, they're special because they, they have much to offer. And this guest uh, this morning, uh, it is morning, it's still morning in Bahamas, eh? Yeah. This guest is none other than Clement, Clement Penn. Now, Clement comes in many different forms to me. He's, um, <clears throat> he's the brother of uh, Bahamian singer Frank Penn, the late Frank Penn, and he's the son of um, the late Simpson Penn. And you all know she know who Simpson Penn is. All right. Um, but we're going to talk about those two individuals, those beautiful Bahamian persons. And we're going to talk about a couple of other things as well. And, um, and I also want to mention that uh, we, we're family. 
where uh, we said in, in the Bahamas, we is family. So, Clement, welcome to Tea and Talk, buddy. Your mic is on. Good morning, Robert, Dave. <laughs> it's a pleasure. Yes, well. To sit here with you, having some sweet Margaret tea. Sweet, sweet Margaret, eh? How is it, man? Oh, it's good, man. It's good stuff, eh? Yeah, we like to offer the tea, man, the good stuff, you know. Um, um, this stuff is good at uh, male aphrodisia. That's the part that cracks me up, like I say. But uh, anyhow, we're having tea. Uh, we're having tea, and we're gonna sit and have this beautiful conversation. Um, so, Clement, tell me just before we get into, uh, we start to to start to roll. Tell me a bit about yourself. Um, yeah. Well, um, Robert, I'm I'm the son of Captain Simpson Penn. Okay, I'm the I'm the sixth child. Sixth child. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Of uh, Simpson and Flora Bell Penn. There you go. Okay. My mom is from Noses. She was born in Noses, San Salvador. Okay. Today they call it Noses, Canada. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, my dad, Captain Penn, he was born in, on the 29th, 1912. Okay. Me, myself, personally, I've been around the tourist business, I've been around the cultural business, you know, the music industry, transportation, construction. I've been around all these things. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I'm, uh, I thank God that I'm able to, to see this thing. Still here, still above board, mm -hmm. above the ground, and able to talk to you, Robert. Well, that's awesome. Well, you know, we, we like I said before, we're, we're family. We have a history. Um, and um, <clears throat> I thought it was important um, that I have him come on the podcast because um, there, there are some things that I'm interested in. I'm interested in the young people in this country. I am interested in over the hill, um, things that happen over the hill. I'm basically a historian in a sense, um, if I could say it like that. But I think it's important that persons know, have this information, because my thing is if you're going to move forward, you got to know what, what happened in the past. And the thing that I want to get to first is that Back in the day, I know that youth activities in this country used to be a, a major thing. Uh, there were all kinds of activities that were geared towards the development of young people in this country uh, to try and expose them to uh, religion, um, to expose them through whatever, whatever needed to be done. Um, anything that was educational, uh, it could be music, it could be drama, it could be anything. There were um, institutions that were available to assist young people. And one of the institutions that was um, extremely, extremely important and instrumental in developing young people in this country was the Boys Brigade. Now, I don't know exactly when the Boys Brigade was established, but Clement could say that. But uh, his father, Simpson Penn, uh, Captain Simpson Penn, he 
established the first Bahamas Boys Brigade. And through that particular venture, lots of prominent people that we would know that came through the, 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 the Boys Brigade. Their motto was sure and steadfast. The objective was the advancement of Christ's kingdom among boys and the promotion of habits of obedience, reverence, discipline, and self-respect, and all that tends towards a true Christian manliness. And they made sure, they tried to push that into our brains on a daily basis. Whenever we got together, they tried to exemplify our motto and our objective. Clement, when did uh, Captain Simpson start the Boys Brigade? Okay, Robert, uh, Captain Simpson Penn did not actually start the Boys Brigade. Well, here in the Bahamas. The Boys Brigade was started in the Bahamas by a gentleman by the name of uh, Mr. Dewood. Dewood uh, uh, okay, you had Reverend Make Peace. Yes. Who was the Methodist Church. Mm -hmm. Okay, the, 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 the Boys Brigade was actually formed, the first company mm -hmm. was formed over at St. Andrew's Kirk Presbyterian okay. Church. Mm -hmm. That area, but it wasn't conducive to reaching the young men over the hill mm -hmm. of Nassau. Mm -hmm. It was where he needed it. And Reverend Makepeace invited them to bring it over to 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 Wesley Grantstown. Okay. Okay. This is where my dad, Simpson Penn, got involved. Okay. In nineteen forty three. Nineteen forty three. Okay. Mm -hmm. The Boys Brigade uh was established by Sir William Alexander Smith in Scotland. In Scotland, that's right. Okay. Mm -hmm. And we had, after we had, uh, uh, we had Harry Davidson. Okay. For his captain. Har Harry Davidson was actually on the Air Force, the British Air Force. Okay. Okay, he was a lieutenant. And he was the first captain. He served the company for about 18 months. Okay. Because he had to leave. And then we had a gentleman by the name of Mr. Dewitt Archer. Okay. Who actually only spent about, just a couple of months. You know, when people talk about the boys brigade in Bahamas, they see, I, my first go-to was Simpson, Captain Simpson Penn started the boys brigade. Yes. But that is the whole thing about this podcast as well. Right. See, so you're, now I'm learning from, right. yes. Now, Captain Penn joined the boys brigade when he came over at Wesley. Okay. Okay, back in 1943. And he became the captain. Okay. In 1946. Tell me, Clement, what, tell me some of the impact that Captain Simpson Penn and the Boys Brigade had on the the young men of the day? Well, let me go to the Boys Industrial School first. Okay. Okay. Because Captain Penn came to reside in, in Nassau in 1928, where he went to work at the lighthouse there in Abaco. Mm. Okay. Uh, 
And then, after waking, after, okay, he got married in 1935 to my mom. Okay. Okay. He went back to Abaco, came back in 1937. Okay. And after he came back, he went and he joined the boys' industrial school. Okay. Which is now today named Simpson, Simpson Penn. Penn School for Boys. Right. And his experience there, being a disciplined person, his experience there, watching the young boys being sent to the reform school, bothered him. Bothered him a whole lot. Which was the reason he was driven to the boys' brigade. Okay. And then when the opportunity came for him to be the captain, he embraced it. Okay, because a part of, a part of the boys' brigade uh, motto says that I'd rather mold a boy mm -hmm. than have to mend a man. There you go. Okay? Right. That was also established as a part of the motto and the object of the Boys Brigade by Sir William Smith. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay? And um, uh, that's his reason for joining the Boys Brigade. Yeah. And he was able to deter many young boys from going to the formatory mm -hmm. because the parents of the boys or someone or the grandmother would say, let's carry them Captain Penn. Mm -hmm. That's how come at one point a fella said to me the other day, we were talking, he said, boy, there's only one boys brigade ever had a name that, 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 that was established to it and that was Penn Brigade. Captain Penn, after the first company, he was so enthused about boys' brigade work. He went into Bimini, started the second company. Then down in Nago, started the third company. Mm -hmm. Came back to Nassau, started the fourth company. They had Sinaitis. And he actually took boys' brigade through the whole Bahamas. Well, I was a, I was a part of the 19th Bahamas Company and also the 32nd Company, mm -hmm. which I started with uh, Mr. Kendall Marshall. Okay. Um, the 19th Company, which was at, uh, in Seagrape, at uh, St. David's in Seagrape. St. David's um, And uh, I remember uh, when Captain Simpson Penn came to, to Grand Bahama, when we heard that he was coming to Grand Bahama, it was like the queen coming to to the Bahamas because all the boys, every shoes was cleaned and belt was uh, uh, was uh, shined and everything. The hat was uh, two fingers above the, the, the air or the, the eye, all that stuff. It was, it was that important. And so we were very proud when he came in. And so for us, his, his contribution here also affected us uh, in, in also in Grand Bahama. Um, we felt the effects of that as well, and through uh, through him, uh, a lot of uh, young men, a lot of uh, contributing citizens of this country, uh, 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 came to be. Plenty. Yeah. Plenty. See, you know, back in that day, back in the day, the mothers and the grandmothers, they were serious about their sons. Yes. They wanted their sons to become decent young men. Right. Okay, and a lot of people don't understand how important that is, because if you don't have decent young men, who your girl gonna find to have a decent family with? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so decent young men was the order today. Yeah. Okay, 
Captain Penn also started the first youth band in the Bahamas, right. in the Boys Brigade. Right. It was a bugle band and the only bugle band yes. in the Bahamas. I remember Super, I, they, they yeah. visited Grand Bahama too. We went, uh, we went to the classics, we were the first youth band in the Bahamas to perform and parade in the classic parade. Back in the 60s. Okay. Okay. We went camping. Camping was the order of the day. Yeah. He took young men, young boys to England, Scotland, Farm Islands, Abaco, you know, Ilutra, Nagua. Every year there was a camp. Every year. What has changed today? Well, <laughs> what has changed today is that. People just, you know, people are actually too busy in a lot of ways, right. okay? Yeah. See, I'm, uh, Captain Penn, he worked a lot. He did a lot of things. But he also, he always groomed boys that if he wasn't there, who could take over? Right. And whoever's there have to respect and have regards for mm -hmm. them and listen and be disciplined. Mm -hmm. Because you don't want, when Captain Penn come, you're being reported on. Right. Yeah. Okay? It's the same thing with the Boys Industrial School. The Boys Industrial School, when you had fellas who came to Captain Penn or Mr. Penn up there as an overseer, they didn't want to come back to see it, to face him. Right. He was disciplined. Right. He was, he, he, you know, you, you're talking about them, uh, 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 you know, young fellas that would come out and they go right back. No, he was rehabilitation. Okay. Okay, fellas didn't want to go back to Mr. Penn. Some of them, when they came out, they knew how to make little souvenirs. They knew how to cook. They knew how to bake. You know, because mm. Captain Penn was a top baker, man. Yeah, yeah. Top baker and cook. Same to run he taught the Penn family. Okay, yeah. yes, sir. He, he, he taught them. Yes. You know, his sister. Yeah. Uh, she great from the U.S. Yeah, cousin fell in. Okay, cousin, okay, and he fell in. Mm -hmm. Smith. You had cousin, my, my auntie, Manda. Manda, yes. Okay, Manda yes. in Pinedale. <laughs> and he all around the back. Around the back, yeah. Okay. You know, and I'm, uh, no, that, that's, 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 they, they're from a disciplined family. Yeah. Okay, they're from a family, you know, believe it or not, you know, my daddy, <laughs> if he had to beat you or hit you, well, something had to be, something had to be with the order, yeah. bad. Because mm -hmm. he never did that, you know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's just the way he talked to you, mm -hmm. you know, you like pull up your socks. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, he did that. My mom do more beating than him. <laughs> <laughs> but we had to. Yeah. Okay, he did it. So what I'm saying, you know, um, uh, we've had the former governor general who came to First Bahamas Company Boys Brigade. We have people like all the Reno Browns. In fact, when you look at ZNS, a lot of people don't realize that the majority of the early ZNS persons and personnel who worked, they came through the Methodist Church. 
Carl Bethel and... Carl Bethel, Boyce Brigade. Yes. You had uh, Ed Bethel. You had, uh, you had Clyde Bethel. You had Charles Carter. Charles Carter. Okay. Listen, I'm, uh, most of them. Yeah. Okay, in the early days, they came, they went into Zedner's through Methodism. Yeah, I, I, I've also learned that uh, Pat Ramming was also a member of the Boys oh, Brigade. Yeah, he man. told me his mother brought him to, 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 to Boys Brigade, to Captain Penn, uh, you know. Um, so I've, I've heard the stories of, of all the, 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 the young men that actually grew up in the Boys Brigade that really got something from being members of the Boys Brigade. But back in the day, there were all these organizations that were geared towards the development uh, of, of young boys. Of course, there were also organizations that were also geared towards young women as well. Uh, but um, for some reason, you know, the, the boys at the time, um, there was a priority because they understand how, how, um, how hard, hard-headed yeah. young men could sometimes be. Right. And sometimes young men were put in positions where they had to learn a trade. They were put into to learn. I remember um, um, my uh, uh, my father sending me to my godfather to, to learn a bit of mechanic work uh, back in the day. And I got fired the first day because I couldn't get that, couldn't get that, that thick at my nails. You know, I was picking my nails instead of working. But they were put in stuff. They learned to sew. They learned to they learned to fix cars. They became plumbers. Things were really geared towards development of young men. Of course, who would eventually have to take care a lot of the young women? Well, women take care of themselves. Uh, you know, they. Um, but um, that's the way society kind of had that. Um, but uh, what what is the difference? I I'm still I'm still hooked on the difference of the way it was back in the 60s, 50s, 60s, uh, compared now. Do you think that the, the organizations that, we're, that we see now that's, that's popped up in a couple of years, are they having the same effect? Would you say they're having the same effect? Not all, not, not, not all of it. Uh-huh. Not all of it, okay? Um, uh, I think... A lot of the, the people in charge today, they want to be this friendly love. Right. Okay. There's nothing wrong with with, being, with, with loving and being friendly, mm-hmm. but you have to, you have to stick to what is right, and you got to stick to the principle. Okay, and the standards, you cannot let the standards drop. Right. Okay. In Boys Brigade, we had, especially number one, mm-hmm. okay, when you look, you know, Fernley Palmer, Captain Fernley Palmer. Yes, yes. Okay, who is now the oldest. I see him still walking. Okay, yes. Okay, and so even in Boys Brigade. Mm-hmm. But he came to First Bahamas Company Boys Brigade to mm-hmm. Captain Penn. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Uh, and, you know, he went over. I, I think he was even sent over to Zion okay. to go and help, at that time, Captain Eiffel. Okay. And those who started the company. Okay. Okay. But he's, he's, he's the longest serving captain around today. Okay. Now, in First Bahamas, we had three nights of Boys Brigade activities. Mm-hmm. Monday night, physical 
and the exercise, like, okay, call it physical training, like, okay, we did tumbling, you had exercise and stretches, we did pyramids, you know, when I saw the, the, the when I saw the police cadets the other day on the fort doing pyramid, I say, I, I, I say, well, who, 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 someone from the boys' brigade from Penn Brigade must he show them that? <laughs> <laughs> and I was correct about it too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, okay, mm-hmm. I was correct about it. Yeah, because that was before you saw that, but that was that was a staple for number one pyramids. Okay, okay, and then on Wednesday nights it was social nights. Mm-hmm. We'll always have someone who come in, you know, in Moscow, five knots. It was educational night, okay? And then Friday nights was uniform night. Right. Everything got to be sparkling. Mm-hmm. Even depending on your how your sock, your shoes. That's right. Okay? Got to be clean, white shape. Not beige, white shape. White shape. Mm-hmm. Okay? And if you were in short pants, you got to have on the short pants. Mm-hmm. If you reach an NCO where you can wear long pants, then you wear long pants. Mm-hmm. But... Everything fall in place. Then you had Sunday mornings, which was Bible class. And then, you know, we had two set of bands, the Boys Brigade. First Bahamas and 15 Bahamas used to, used to march together, mm-hmm. parade together. Then you had four Bahamas and 14 Bahamas who used to parade, who used to parade together. Mm-hmm. So you had two Boys Brigade bands. And then we, we had, um, uh, my dad was able to attract Mr. Albert Stevenson from the police band. Mm-hmm. And when Steve came across, Steve said, man, listen, he went to the council, he told them, listen, we need to have one band. One band. Every company who want, who want their boys to be in the band, you send them to the band practice. You let Steve know, you send them to the band practice on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Mm-hmm. Okay? And the boys brigade became the top youth band in this country. Yeah, yeah. Okay? On Remembrance Day, can you remember Remembrance Day? The police band had to go to Germany one time. Okay, they were on Remembrance Day. Mm-hmm. Well, the Boys Brigade Band is who did the retreat. Okay. Okay, on the bugle. Okay. Okay, which was very special. Yeah, yeah. yeah very special. Wow. Clement, tell me about the environment that you lived in over the, I mean, that you, that, that, that existed over the hill. Um, people, um, who remember how, how persons were, the neighbors and the, you know, give paint a picture for us of over the hill. You know, people were neighbors, neighborly, mm-hmm. knew each other. Mm-hmm. The children knew each other, mm-hmm. okay? We we, 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 we we shoot marbles, you know, we roll hook. Girls and play uh, hopscot. Jack in the box. We play in jack in the box, honestly. But then you go to the dead end corner and you get the soda crate and you play crooked. Mm-hmm. Then you had randoms. So we end up with some of the top softball players and baseball players in our community. Mm-hmm. Now, with the senior folks, my friend, you could walk through the corner and go about your business. 
But if you dare pass those senior poisons and say it's nothing, well, boy, time as you get back, mama doesn't know. You pass. You know, you can pass Miss Palmer straight. You can pass Mr. Darling straight and they speak. Or Miss Darling, you, know, you couldn't do that. Miss right. Spence, you couldn't do that. Mm -hmm. You mm -hmm. couldn't do that, my friend. Okay? Sometimes you, you, you think as much. If you ain't want to call their name and say, okay, hello. Okay, good day. But you ain't going to pass them and don't speak. What do you think okay. has gone wrong in, in, in 2023, man? Oh, boy, oh, Lord. You know, this thing started to go wrong for a long time, you know. I wanted to, I know, yes, go ahead. Okay, mm -hmm. okay, you see, let's go to the 70s. Going up in the, into the mid-70s, it was told that, because we had, we had Bahamian nannies. The Bahamian nannies was the people who raised the bedrock of our nation. Okay. They had children, grandchildren, and the white children. Mm-hmm. Okay, there was time if the parents had to go away. Well, either you bring the people children to sleep with the nanny in your house with your children, or you carry your children to sleep in their house. Right. Okay. Yeah. But and then it was Bahamian food. Yeah. Okay. We started to lose that in the seventies, where the Bahamians were encouraged to come out. And then we had, we had the Jamaicans who went in, mm -hmm. okay? But if you notice today, <laughs> you ain't hardly no Jamaican, and you ain't hardly no Bahamian, and nobody hosts no more here in the Haitian because they now got the Cuban, okay, the Dominican Republican, and all these other people. Filipinos. Okay, Filipinos who come in a different uh, upbringing and respect to raise their children, plus teach them Spanish along along with the English, yeah. okay? But in our community, my friend, everybody knew you. Yeah. What do you think yeah. about, what do you think about, I always say, um, I always mention, <clears throat> I've had the opportunity to mention Selinden on my podcast. Mm -hmm. um, the man had vision, as far as I'm concerned, mm -hmm. all right? Um, I remember a couple of years ago, um, was, it could have been in the 70s, uh, where he wanted to, uh, he talked about establishing a, um, a, um, a national youth, a national um, organization that will cater to the development of, of young people growing up in the Bahamas. Mm -hmm. Persons didn't want that idea. They thought it was a, such a bad idea because they felt that he was trying to establish a, an army for himself. That was some of the things that, that was said. Um, See, a lot of people stood up against it because it happened, it came about when the drug trade was already in. Okay. Which, which means that it was necessary to do something. Okay, but you had people who stand up against it. Okay. And to this day, the youth organization, I don't think is doing the job that they need to do to get these young boys' attention. Right. 
Okay? See, something, you have to do something to cause the young fellas to want to be a part of it. They ain't just coming. Right. Okay? Something has to be happening for them to come. Right. right. That was referred to as national service. Yeah. 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 Right. yeah. yeah. You, yeah. You nas- yeah. National Youth Service mm-hmm. was the name. Mm-hmm. Okay? And that was one of the reasons. But, you know, um, uh, we need something. And we have to start from the bedrock. Okay? Because one of the things we lost when it comes to discipline is the headmasters and the headmistresses. Mm-hmm. They ran the school on principle. Okay? And then it became time, because of the certificates, okay, the government was told, listen to me, these people don't have this certificate. Mm-hmm. So I can't sit under them. Right. I got the certificate. Mm-hmm. So they moved the headmaster and the headmistress of the system and replace them with the principal. We had a box stop at the principal. Okay. I never it, saw it that way. I never I never saw the, the, the go ahead. Well, listen to me. That was a serious, serious loss we lost in our country. Okay? You see, you can imagine the headmistress walking around the schoolyard. The teacher, no, she can't go in the classroom with no little sleeveless thing on. Uh, if you go, you better have on your jacket. Okay? You had the ma- you had the headmaster. I remember Mr. Cornliffe. Boy, if that bell ring and you still stooping down but you shooting, as big as he was, he run you down, take it off his belt. Okay? And bro, it ain't kill no more. Right. Okay? See, all that is discipline. In fact, you check the children and who's their favorite, who they like, or the teachers. But the majority of the time, the one who stand up on them is the one they just love. Yeah. They may like the rest, mm-hmm. but they love that one who stand up on them. Yeah. Yeah. That's important. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think um, the national service thing, I, I always think about that. Of course, and I think about it more so now, now that we're having so much, uh, so much things happening in this country, and I think it it, it could have been a deterrent because, mm-hmm. in some countries, uh, in countries around the world, there are national services. I'm I'm quite sure that the Saladin possibly uh, got an idea that idea from um, um, his travels and experiencing and seeing things that's mm-hmm. happening around the world and the benefits that the country uh, got from it. Uh, but uh, it was just sad, and now you see uh, the, the, the de- deterioration, as far as I'm concerned, of not implementing national service. You know, um, you see that, as far as I'm concerned. But um, I would like to say that the, the Boys Brigade and also the Scouts and all the organizations uh, that we had back in the 60s contributed a lot to the development of the young people here in the country. And um, and uh, not forgetting that persons like Captain Simpson's pen, Simpson pen, that we like to, to 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 just remember, and also pay tribute to the rest of the persons that have made contributions and who continue, like Mr. Palmer, 
mm-hmm. who continue mm-hmm. to this day to so to to pour into young persons' lives. Let me, um, let me mention right there, right? When uh, my dad passed in 1990, mm-hmm. he had picked his captain. His captain at the Place Bahamas Company then was Hayden Blackman. Yes. Okay. And um, uh, Hayden did, I think, 20-something years as well. Mm-hmm. And we had um, uh, George Manson, and now uh, we have Tomiko Ford. Okay. Okay, and Tomiko, he's doing, he's doing his best. He's waking. He's waking with the youngsters. Well, we need. We still need to get back to those days when we had had those things. I think those yeah. those those organizations were a great deterrent, and we need to really put some focus into it. We need to involve uh, well the persons like the Ministry of Culture. Um, uh, you know, it is a community thing. It, it's a societal thing, and 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 it helps in the betterment of the young people that we are trying to, to to push forward in life. Uh, so we need to really consider really putting an effort, even if it means funding or whatever it is that we need to do. We need to do that to try and improve that, and hopefully we can make a a difference. See, I'm a, if you know they're big and. Our people don't support our people right. on them level. Right. Okay. You see, you hear people talking what they doing, but are they doing this for the poor? They doing that, bro. Ain't no money coming out their pocket to do these things. Right. But the people who providing the money, they don't want to mention them. Yeah. But the people who keeps the country stabilized, we don't want nothing to do with them other than them spending their money. Right. Okay? The country cannot survive much longer without, because we're we almost like being quicksand. Okay. Okay? And quicksand say the more you're bigger, the deeper you sink. Right. Okay? I don't know much, much, how much longer we can be able to survive the way, we, the way we're going. We have to take this thing from a serious point. Okay? In other words, like what you said, I say it like this. We need this country. We need to go forward to where we used to be. Okay. Okay? Because we done backward. We went backwards. We backward long time. Okay. So we need to find a way to go forward where we used to be. Okay? And so I see we can catch this next generation, children coming up, and get them in order. Because, bro, it ain't right. And people are scared. Okay, people don't go. The young people, when they go, they take a drink. Yeah. Yeah. It's just ridiculous. Yeah, boy. You are listening to Tea and Talk. Join me for the continuation of my discussion with Clement Penn. The views and opinion expressed in this podcast are those of the hosts and guests and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of any entity or organizations.